Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Americans can purchase 91 models of electric cars and trucks, but as of today, only 14 of them will qualify for federal tax breaks. That's what the Treasury Department revealed on Monday. And remember, under Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act, consumers can access $7,500 in tax credits on eligible cars, but only under strict conditions. Ultimately, with new rules first announced last month, the Treasury Department, which is responsible for writing regulations based on the IRA, is trying to promote electric vehicles, build a domestic supply chain, and also prevent China from controlling the rising electric vehicle market. So today, Politico's Tanya Snyder on why only 14 EVs qualify, the big winners and losers of this new Treasury list, and if the White House expects more vehicles to qualify in the future. It's Tuesday, April 18th. Out of 91 EVs that are on the market right now, only seven will now get the full $7,500 tax credit. Six will get half of the credit, so $3,750. And then there's the Tesla Model 3 will get either half or full tax credit, depending what style you buy. And then there are a few more models coming on the market later this year. But that is a huge contraction of the number of vehicles that used to get the EV tax credit or got it starting earlier this year with changes to the tax credit that were in the Inflation Reduction Act. But not all of the changes in the Inflation Reduction Act went into effect at the beginning of this year, and a bunch more are coming into effect now. So maybe not totally surprising, given that we know the Inflation Reduction Act, the way it was written, was designed to promote domestic manufacturing, domestic cars. So remind us, though, why only a small number are going to qualify, at least for now, and why Treasury wrote the guidance in this way. Treasury was working with what they had, and they had the statutory language in the Inflation Reduction Act. So Democrats wanted to expand the electric vehicle tax credit. But in order for Joe Manchin to vote for it, he insisted on really strict new rules to encourage manufacturing and job creation in the United States and also energy security so that the United States doesn't become, in his words, addicted to Chinese batteries and minerals because China dominates the market right now in EV batteries and the materials that go into them. So if we were to go in a big way toward electric vehicles, that could mean a lot more energy dependence on an adversary. And that was something that Manchin really wanted to make sure that we avoid. So he has pushed the entire automotive sector to bring a lot more of this manufacturing to the U.S. and to partner nations that also qualify under the new tax credit. But it's going to take a while for some of that to actually come online. And in the meantime, there are a lot of vehicles that are going to be shut out. Yeah. So who are the biggest winners and losers from the administration's EV rules so far then? 
The biggest winners are the U.S. automakers, Ford, GM, Stellantis, which used to be Chrysler, and Tesla are the big winners. And the big losers are pretty much everybody else. There are some trade agreements that one was just negotiated with Japan, another is in the works with the EU, that could allow minerals sourced from those places to be used in EVs that get the tax credit. But automobiles made in other countries still won't be eligible. The tax credit is only for cars that are assembled in North America. Got it. And so as as U.S. manufacturing builds up in response to these rules in the way that Manchin and other Democrats intended, do officials expect more vehicles to become eligible for the EV tax breaks in the future? And if so, how does that potential lag time challenge President Biden's aggressive EV sales goals? It's extremely challenging. Interest and sales of EVs have been growing enormously, but it's still about 7% of new vehicle sales. So that is a huge gap to make up. And this list is, at the moment, still rather small. It will be changing as new models come onto the market. Like I said, there are about 91 EV models on the market now, but that's going to grow to about 150 by 2026. So as new models come onto the market, as more manufacturing comes to the United States, the list will expand, but it will also contract in some ways because those rules get tighter every year. And there are some aspects of the Inflation Reduction Act that are very strict that haven't come into effect yet at all. So the list will keep changing and we'll have to see in what direction it changes. Also, on Monday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy pushed Democrats to ease permitting rules to build energy projects faster as part of a series of policy changes Republicans are seeking in exchange for lifting the debt ceiling. It's the first time McCarthy has explicitly linked the GOP's interest in permitting reform with Congress's need to raise the debt ceiling, which allows the federal government to continue paying its bills. Permitting is expected to be part of a broader legislative package House Republicans are planning to introduce and vote on soon that will amount to an opening bid of spending cuts and policy changes the party is seeking as part of the debt standoff. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Rigmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel and we'll see you back tomorrow.